This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTNV Sports. Keep it locked. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTNV Sports. Y'all still. Hello, everyone. My name is Camille Grant, one of the co-founders of Purely Bachelorette. What we offer is a clean and fun bachelorette party box that is incorporated in bachelorette parties and bridal showers. Not only do we sell products for parties, we are also a community that strives to build each other up with relationship goals, sisterhood, and maturing in life with godly wisdom and advice. Come join us on our website, purelybachelorette.com, and our social media pages under Purely Bachelorette. God bless you and have a great day. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Happy, elated, overjoyed. I, I, I can't even say enough about the excitement that I feel right now. I'm sitting here with the female Barry Sanders herself, Miss <laughs> Antia Deck. Um, if you don't know her, my God, after this, I pray you go and get to know her. She is about to take the entire world um, by storm. Miss Deck, how you doing today? I'm doing good, you know, just a little tired, but I'm good. Awesome, awesome. All right, look, so... I, I want to know, I mean, you, we're going to talk about your deal. You just signed a phenomenal deal with the Women's Football League Association. So I can't wait to hop into that. But at first, before we get into all that, I want my listeners to understand your football story. So talk to us about your football story. What was your journey in football? How'd you get started? Okay, so football was not something that I thought I would ever be doing professionally. Um, first of all, because it just hasn't been done yet. Um, of course, we have these other leagues, but not to where some you know women are actually getting paid enough to let it, you know, be full-time. So I started off with track and field, um, and that was my life from seven years old to about 23. Um, and I tried to go to the Olympics uh, with with uh, track and field, and I ended up getting injured, and I just kind of caught it quits because I was injured every single year in college. And then I got into flag football after that because I was trying to find something to replace that, you know, that emptiness of not having a sport. And I did really, really well, broke some records, you know, did some things that, I, you know, I made the USA team for flag football as well. Um, and then I played a little bit in the LFL, very, very short stint, uh, nothing really to talk about, but I got a little bit of experience. Um, and then I started playing rugby and rugby has been my baby, you know, for I guess a little over a year now. Unfortunately, I was also trying to make it to the Olympics, um, ended up working my body so much and so hard that I burnt myself out. So when it was time to get in front of the USA coach, I didn't really have anything left and I just kind of fell on my face in front of the coach and I didn't make it. Um, and so I was very confused uh, as far as like what God had planned for me. And then I get the call about, you know, the WFLA and here we are. So to, to say we're here in your journey is, is incredible based on how you started. Yes. At some point in your childhood, you found out about scoliosis and that impacted your journey overall. Mm-hmm. How did that play a role in your journey? How did that impact where you are now? So with scoliosis, um, it was uh, unfortunate that you know my mom found out before they could actually correct it without surgery. Um, and so I, she kind of had the decision to either allow me to continue running track and doing what I was doing at the time or to allow me to go, you know, get into surgery. But I would have probably had to, I would have, first of all, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. 
and the doctor was saying that he didn't even want me to play any sports because if I got hit the wrong way, if I fell the wrong way, I could have ended up, you know, paralyzed. And so my mom had to go and, you know, pray about it. And, you know, she just decided to let me continue my journey because at that point I was already running track. My body, I, I guess at that point had kind of adjusted to it, me having scoliosis. Um, and so as far as like what, how it impacted me as an athlete, um, I feel like I had to definitely work harder. Um, you know, there's certain exercises that I might have to, I guess, change a little bit so that I could, I guess, benefit from different exercises. Um, one side of my body is a little higher than the other one. So just learning how to properly um, just adjust to just having that difference in my body um, and having, you know, muscle spasms, back spasms, um, you know, not really knowing if it's going to get worse. Um, and luckily, through exercise and I guess God, like it really hasn't gotten any worse. Um, but I can tell that if I didn't have this disability, I would probably be a little bit more balanced as an athlete, which would probably make me an even more dangerous athlete. But, you know, we're working on some things with that. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So just for a second, you talked to me about the disappointment of not making it on to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Right. And that being somewhat of a disappointment for you. Yeah. Um, I know there was a low period there. Right. In that low period, what got you back up to keep training, to keep moving and knowing that something bigger and better was possibly coming? So um, just being completely transparent, um, I it took me a very, very long time uh, to kind of get to a point where I was just able to function mentally, you know, without, you know, I guess knowing that I, I wasn't really training for anything. Um, and for me, because I was training literally so hard, I was traveling the world, you know, going to different places in New Zealand, and I was training in the UK, and I was doing all these things just to prepare. And so when I just got that phone call that, yeah, you know, we feel like, you know, you need to be developed more, um, you know, we're, we're going to pass on this opportunity. And um, it was a lot of other things that I'm not going to speak about that played a role in that, but anyways... And um, it was it was tough. I went through a depression. I went through a very serious depression. Um, it I didn't really know how I was gonna come out of it, you know. And I didn't know what my next steps were because when you're an athlete, and then they you know they tell you, yeah, hey, this journey's over, you know, really abruptly. It's kind of like, oh, whoa, like what am I supposed to do now? And so I was going through that phase, and um, you know, I was crying every night, every day to my mom. You know, it was just. It was a very, very low point. You know, I didn't I didn't really, of course, post about it on social media. I tried to just keep going through the, the motions or whatever, but I was really hurting um, up until maybe a month ago. So, like, getting this, this the call and everything, um, and, you know, even even now sometimes I'm still like, dang, like, wow, I, I, didn't, I didn't make it. You know, but this definitely has been more than a surprise. I was not expecting this, um, you know, and... The fact that I'm going to make an even bigger impact on women and little girls' lives definitely helps heal that pain. Um, and, you know, I don't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like, you know, when you're, when you're going, 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 and then your dreams just literally shattered before your eyes, I wouldn't wish that on anybody because as an athlete, that's like, it's trauma. So, um, you know, I got through it through God. That's the only way that I was able to get through it was praying every night literally giving everything to him and not just saying god i give it to you but then i'm still worrying over here like i really had to just like get on my knees and cry my soul out and say god i don't know what's next i don't know who, i don't know who i am at this point i don't know what to do i don't know what you got next for me but whatever it is all i can do is let it go because i'm i'm at the bottom i can't get any lower 
I can only go up. So whatever you got for me, that's all I can do is is accept that and move on. And that's what I did. Man, that tell me talk about the role that that your relationship with God plays in your overall journey. Man, God is my best friend. He's been my best friend since I was a child. I knew God very, very, very early. Like I was praying to God when I was like four and five years old. You know, not even people not really knowing that I knew who he was at that time. Me and my twin brother had this eerie relationship at a very young age with God. Like we would be like at school talking to kids about God and we like in elementary school. We like in, you know, pre-K and stuff and they're just like, what the hell, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But we had that strange, strangely close relationship with him at a very young age and I feel like that's why we've been able to stay out of trouble, you know, do things that probably most people at that age weren't able to do and see things and just the just how we are just connected to people in general i feel like it's because we had that relationship very early but i know without a shadow of a doubt that i wouldn't be first of all living right now without him secondly doing all the things that i'm doing right now and as a woman (laughs) in this world like if you don't have that foundation it's so easy to go in a whole different direction especially on social media i could have been a whole i could have been out there twerking and popping and locking and dropping it all on social media <laughs> if you know if i didn't have that spiritual foundation because people come at you every day oh you want to can we do a photo shoot for about five grand all you gotta do is just show a look you know it's so easy for women to get manipulated and definitely if you don't have no 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 grounding so me having that has kept me my i guess my head on a I just messed up the whole word. Now you get keep your head on straight. Yes, there we go. I can't just even right now. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know what to say. Like I'm just I'm always in in awe of God and what He does for me, and you know that's just that's who I am. I saw you on social media. You you was telling your um your fans, hey, look, I'm not gonna give y'all no twerking, but I'm gonna give y'all the shoulder right here. So you gave yeah, a little bit did. of that shoulder, that's right? Little, that's my signature now. That's all I'm giving people. So yeah, that's all I got for y'all. <laughs> awesome. Talk to me about the breakthrough because the breakthrough did come, right? And it was amazing. So talk to me about the breakthrough. How did this um, opportunity with the Women's Football League Association come about for you? Um, man. So, for, I mean, I'm still honestly in shock. I'm still trying to still take it all in it's only been a few like i think it's a few days since i really announced what has happened um but the owner lupe rose which i owe her everything you know i appreciate her so much um she actually scouted me pretty early she scouted me when i was playing rugby mm-hmm. um but she's heard she heard about me she saw my film you know social media plays a big role in even me playing any sport to be honest um but she saw me on social media she saw that i could tackle because people would be like well how are you gonna play football i said look play without pads so if I can play without pads I think I can play football and plus I play LFL too a little bit anyways but um so she scouted me um at that time I was you know I was actually playing rugby I was training for the Olympics so of course I couldn't I couldn't really respond to that offer like just to even hear really even hear about it at that time but um you know once everything kind of fell apart with with uh, the Olympics um she eventually kind of came back and said hey I'm still here you know what's going on and so um we finally talked to her and you know we yeah i mean we it, it happened that's all i can really say um and you know later on she ended up offering me what she offered me and um i was not expecting that to say the least but um i don't even, i still don't know how to put it in words like i just to know that i have opened up a whole different world for women in this sport is just still very very humbling and knowing that you know my daughters if they ever want to play when I get whenever I have kids if she want to play football she can actually 
you know, train for something that she knows she's going to actually get paid for and be able to feed her family and do what she want to do because it's it's actually really sad when I think about it. Like, when you when we're little as women, like little girls, like we want to be these soccer players, these track runners, these basketball players, whatever else, you know, we want to do. But what are we really training for? Because when we get to that level, we don't get paid nothing. We can't even support ourselves. But when little boys, y'all know that y'all can make millions and millions from the time y'all start training and it's like, I, I want that. You know, we don't get paid enough as women athletes. And it's like, why do we even have this dream? You know, so the fact that I can now, you know, help these kids fulfill something and actually chase something and actually have something to show for it at the end when you, at, you know, 19, 18, 19, 20, when you going through college and then, you know, after college, it's amazing. So, you know, I'm just excited to see, you know, what's going to happen with this whole thing. Um, you know, how it's going to change the whole structure of, you know, women's sports, period. And, um, you know, just being a pioneer for this is just, I'm just humbled. That's all I can really say. When she talked to you about her vision for the league, because I know at some point she had to tell you. Of course. Um, what about her pitch made you say, I'm down with it, I believe in it, and I can't wait to join? She said her her story instead of history. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. She's speaking okay. the same language. Okay. So I just, I like that because she said that a lot when, when she was talking to me. And I was like, what does that mean? Then I was like, oh, wait. It's like his story, her story. I was like, okay, women empowerment. And I'm all about women empowerment. I'm not a feminist, but I do believe in the empowerment of women and that we are capable of doing more than what people give us credit for on the field and off the field. And so, um, you know, just her passion. If you know Lupe, she's very passionate about, you know, this, this, this league. She's put everything into it. She wants to see it when she's got the right people around, you know, helping and people that you guys don't even know about yet are, are that you will be surprised is actually a part of this thing it's gonna blow everybody's mind because it's never been done she's a genius and i've been waiting for the day that something like this happened and to be the one that get the kind of pioneer is is dope it's cool that's dope so i know a lot of people want to know right when does the season start like when does it start when can people start like watching games and seeing you do your thing on the field so the exhibition season starts 2020 um in may so uh, our first game is actually going to be in Vegas. Um, and the official season doesn't start until 2021. So we've got a whole, you know, got a whole process to go through before we get to the actual official season. But, yeah, we're going to have the exhibition season next year. And uh, y'all come through. <laughs> What's got you most excited about the season? Um, First of all, just playing. I mean, okay. I'm excited to play in L.A., to be in L.A. I mean, who doesn't want to be in L.A.? Um, the girls that I'm going to be, you know, surrounded by um one girl in particular that i'm interested in uh you know definitely being teammates with is jim brown's daughter um so uh, her name is kimberly so i'm excited to see her um do her thing on the field and just all the amazing athletes that y'all don't really get to see because we don't have that exposure so all these other running backs that are also i'm not the only dope running back um all these quarterbacks all these kickers all these you know dbs it's amazing women out here that have all this talent that unfortunately has not been seen. So mm. the fact that we now have that exposure, I mean, that's that's all I care about. Okay. All right. So I need to know, overall, mm -hmm. what does this journey mean to you? It means a lot to me. It means the world to me because I've always wanted to leave my mark on this world. That's something that I talked about all the time. Um, and I feel like this is definitely it. You know, being able to open up this this world now for women and for these little girls and now all these little girls in my dms that were like oh i want to be i want to play football i want to play football now they have a place 
It's not like, oh yeah, just go pay, play flag football and that's it. Go play recreational, go play powder puff. Now they, they actually have another league, a real league that they can actually go and get paid for. And it's something to strive for because it's cool. Like powder puff is cool, flag football is cool, but where does that lead? So it's like now that we have something that we can kind of do the same thing that the men are doing, get the same type of benefits, get the same type of money. That's all that I think every female football player ever wanted. So, yeah, it means everything. Now, if people watch you and they followed you, then they've seen the videos, right? Yeah. They've seen you juking people out of their socks, <laughs> people falling on the floor, right? They've seen, like, guys too, right? Like, <laughs> trying to catch you around the corner, being yeah. unsuccessful on a, like on several different occasions. Everybody's <laughs> seen all the footage, right? Yeah. They've seen you train like an absolute monster, right? Like, your training regimen is insane. So, the question is, are there a lot more like of women out there just like you like what's the level of competition gonna be like or is this just like a you dominant situation <laughs> um i mean of course it's 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 a lot of talented women it's a lot of women that train you know hard as well that you know ha have the same type of coaching that i'm sure i have um i like to say that i do probably have the two best coaches in the world you know that's just my opinion um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of motivated women that play this sport, you know, and you guys will get to see that. So all I can say is y'all be the judge of that. When, we, when the season come around, y'all be the judge of that. Talk to me. But, okay. Um, so I know you're a public speaker, mm -hmm. right? And, I, and I've seen you um, public speaking on several different occasions, right? Mm -hmm. And talking and kind of telling your story. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I know that you, you talked to me about the girls that are in your DMs, right? Mm -hmm. Asking you questions. Um, about you know how can they I guess I'm sure they want to be like you I'm sure you're a role model to them right mm -hmm. so if you are speaking to to those little girls that you're talking to them kind of privately and somebody I just asked you how would they want to be like you when they grow up they want to be just like you how would they, you tell them to train their minds how would you tell them to go ahead and train their bodies um if I was talking to a little girl that said she wanted to be like me um, mentally I would tell her to never give up that it's going to be many, many obstacles. It's going to be people trying to sway you left and right, you know, take you off your course, tell you who you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, people are going to try to change your story and, you know, your mental state and everything like that. Um, and it's going to, everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to be okay with what you're doing. But as long as you want it, go get it. Simple as that. If you want it, you got to do whatever it takes. However many times you got to fall, however many times you got to break sometimes. You got to put them pieces back together and just keep going because that's the only way you will ever be successful in this life, period. Whether it's football, whether it's trying to be a doctor or trying to be a lawyer, it's a process. And I think sometimes we forget as humans that you can't jump from point A to point Z without the experience. It, does, it just doesn't, it, it won't ever last. It might, you might get there, but when you get there, you're probably going to lose it because you don't know, the, the, you don't have the tools and the experience to actually hold that spot. So in order to be the best, you got to actually go through the process and train your mind and your body and your spirit to actually be able to sit and sit on that throne, to say. And um, physically, pff, <laughs> it's going to be days you hate it. Some days I'm like, man, what am I doing? Like, what is the point? And then I like, I get on the field, I'm like, dang, okay, coach. All right, coach. I see why I have to go through that. So just always have an edge. Get Get with a trainer, get with your brothers, get with your, your your dad, whoever, your uncle, whoever has that football experience, learn early, you know, really be a student of the game and um, just put in the work. You know, even when you don't want to put in the work, if you got to wake up there early, go to bed late, whatever you got to do, make sure your diet is on point, make sure your the people around you is on point and make sure you have support. 
not people that's trying to bring you down and tell you, oh, girl, you shouldn't be doing that. That's a man's sport. You shouldn't. Anybody that's hating, cut them off. And just just keep your spirit up, man. Keep your spirit, you know, keep, you know, keep God first. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you'll be all right. I love that. Talk to me about your support team because your support team is strong, right? And I know. Yeah. Because I know. <laughs> well, um, so my mom is a lion, kind of. Um, she's always been here, you know, through everything since the beginning of social media for me. She was the only person that actually believed in what I was doing. Everybody else was kind of like, why are you, what is the point of, what is the IG, what is Facebook, what is the mm. point of this? And I was just like, it's gonna, it's gonna pop, it's gonna pop, just wait, just wait. Nobody understood it. So she was the only person that saw it early and was like, okay, I support you. Let's make this into a, a business. Let's make this into a brand. And so my mom is definitely my number one supporter. Um, I have a great assistant, the one that, you know, you guys are probably connected to. She's amazing, Dana. Uh, she keeps me on point. My mind is like this. So she's like the one that's like, okay, hey, sit down for a second. Let's, let's uh, talk about this schedule. So she keeps me on point. You know, um, my videographers and photographers are all dope. Uh, I got a great attorney, uh, Mason Ash, um, great PR, Fago. You know, I just got a lot of great people, and I'm, I'm blessed. It took a long Woo, it took a long time to get this team together. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that we got it together and they're on point and they all about what I'm doing and I trust them with everything, you know, it's a blessing. Your mom was critical in the naming of your Queen of Abs brand. Because mm-hmm. I think you wanted to go with Princess of Abs, right? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, I'd be the princess, but you could be the queen. Yes. And so um, talk about your brand. I, I mean, if people know you, then they know the brand by now. Yeah. But talk to us about the brand. <laughs> So Queen of Abs uh, Fitness is definitely um, a brand that was started when I was just getting out of college. Um, it started off as me just being a trainer. I was going on tour, doing camps everywhere. Um, and then I started getting into like the product side. So I had a book, or not a book, I had a talk show. And then I had a supplement line and a clothing line come out all in like the first and second year of me graduating. And then um, I started really getting heavy into like the football football is kind of what changed the whole thing and um that's when it's my you know i kind of went viral a few times and you know i had a few people a few nfl players like you know show love and stuff and that's kind of what just amplified everything but um you know i i do speaking i have a book um i do tv stuff um coming out with more product lines um y'all stay tuned and um yeah i mean i just do a lot that's all i can say like i'm a serial <laughs> entrepreneur i'm a tornado i want to do everything i want to empire you know i want my kids to understand what generational wealth is i don't want them to ever have to suffer at all ever want for anything and so i'm but i'm in my 20s to do that so so last thing i, I we're we are a sports and music show so i gotta ask you you told me well you told somebody in another interview i heard i saw before they were asking, hey, what's on your playlist before you go into a game? And you mentioned gospel being on your playlist, right? Yeah. So I want to know, like, what, what gospel songs are on your playlist before you head into a game? And then why gospel? Because a lot of people go with, like, I don't know, rock or something know, crazy to get yeah. their minds crazy. But what about gospel kind of gets you in the right mode to go and dominate on the field? So I'm obsessed with, like, Smokey Norfolk. Okay. So I have, like, probably every song possible by him. Um, and the reason why, like, I chose gospel and i mean i didn't really choose it's just what i liked um i don't know like when i i don't I, i'm like a very mellow person so like i think because gospel kind of mellows me out like my nerves and everything it just kind of puts me in a place and it kind of just fills me up with just the spirit and then just i don't know i just feel 
I just feel chill. Like, I don't feel worried about nothing. I don't feel, I don't have anxiety or whatever. So it's like, it just has always been a genre that just always kind of just calm me down. So I'm, I just always feel ready. Like when, I, when I'm listening to it before a game or whatever, and I'm gonna continue doing that, you know. So it's the calm before the storm. Yes. Bet, exactly. bet, I love it. <laughs> All right, so what's next for the Queen of Abs, for the Barry Sanders of our generation? What's next for you? Hopefully I'm gonna, you know, do some some work on the field, break some records, you know, make some more history. Um, maybe get to go up against Saquon one day. Bet. <laughs> um, I would love to meet Barry Sanders one day. Um, I would just like to, you know, do something so crazy. He's like, yo, that's 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 cool. That's I respect that. I just want him to acknowledge me. Just acknowledge that I'm here. You know. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You know, he don't say a lot. You know what I mean? I, he don't. I, he I don't, never says he anything. Like this girl crazy because she's tagging him. I'm like, yo, can you just just like it? Come on, just. Something, put a, a period, a check mark, something. But anyways, um, no, I just want to just you know continue just being a, being the best at what I'm doing and continue inspiring people and motivating people, and uh, just continue making this opportunity for women just continue to grow, and um, you know just do God's work, whatever He has planned for me. We are absolutely blessed to have you on. I mean, it's just phenomenal for us. Um, and so hopefully, you know, you've had a good time. I did. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Appreciate All right, it. tell the people where they can find you, where they can follow you, um, and follow your journey, right? Because, you know, I want more people to know you as you move forward. Appreciate it. Um, y'all can find me on Instagram at trackbaby001, Facebook at Queen of Abs and Santia Deck, and Twitter at Santia underscore Deck, and my website is queenofabs.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, this is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. You know what it is, man. We are just overjoyed. All right, we'll talk later. God bless. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hot.